What's up, my good peoples? Welcome to the Be Transformed podcast, where we're talking about ideas that stimulate wholesome thinking unto identity, purpose, vision, and action. I am James Anderson, and with me is Logan Eaton and Kyle Antiman. My good bros, what's cracking? Hey there, James. Good to be back. <laughs> Quit being such a giblet. Right. Giblet, giblet. <laughs> hey, Logan. I don't even know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> Faces you were making during that old introduction, I, I clearly can't respond. Sometimes it's just okay not to say anything. <laughs> well, I've been known to make some weird faces every yeah, now and then. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yes, Especially since I had been. some cake earlier. Oh, chicken cake. <laughs> Little sugar in my tank. Well, that doesn't sound too good. <laughs> you had chicken drumstick cake? <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, it's good to be cake, back. Huh? It's good to be back. Flying from chips. Peru this weekend. What? Flying from fly flew back from Puerto Rico this weekend. Well, which is it, Peru or Puerto Rico? I, don't know. I just made that up. I'm not gonna lie. You look it. like you could be from Peru or Puerto Rico. I know. Rico. I've been told that a couple times. Look like you could be named Puerto Rico. Well, I know. <laughs> I've been asked that like twice this week. Is your name Puerto Rico? I guess it's, I'm getting darker. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's all them you spending time out in the sun? A little bit. Actually, it's been winter for the last six months. Golly, did you hear those birds chirp out there earlier? <laughs> <that day? laughs> yeah, this morning. You couldn't even walk outside without getting one land on your shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> 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 this is Ohio people. <laughs> I had one land on my windshield wiper while I was oh. driving. Oh, man. No, he just stood there. I was going slow. Okay. I was just riding. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He was just going. <laughs> they <laughs> took off. Cute little fella. Yeah. Then I had to get back on the road, though. Yeah. You were off the road. Yeah. Distracting. Oh, my God. It's very distracting when a bird lands on your head with the window down. Yeah, I got mm. grabbed on one once by, in first grade by a bird. First grade? Yeah. Was that pretty traumatic? It stuck with you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We were walking to track and field, and... Uh, just was walking and came from above and something dropped up dropped on me. <laughs> it came from right, right in my hair, yeah. Oh, yeah. right in the Puerto Rican hair. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible. That is terrible. Yeah, man. Did you have You're, long flowy locks back then long, too? No. It's like blonde hair. What? Hmm? This, this is like bef- I had blonde. This is before you turned Puerto Rican. <laughs> it was. I was. You had you had blonde hair. I did. No yeah. way. Yeah. Bleach. How did you get it? How did you get it black? I don't know, man. <laughs> just happened. <laughs> it just happened for real. I guess just time or something. I don't know. We went from blonde to black. Mm. I don't know if that's okay. Well, maybe it happens. Yeah. So. Dang. <laughs> God. Dang. Hot dang. Yeah. What shampoo do you use? <laughs> Nothing. Mm. Not chicken juice. Don't lie. Nothing. Just once a week. Once a week? Yeah. You only take a shower once a week? Wash it once a week, man. Man, I, I used to. You want to get that oil, natural oil, built up. Well, it looks great. Yeah, that Thanks. happens too fast. You ever, like, touch your greasy hair and then rub your eye and then Is your really, eye stings? Really? Oh, man, I haven't done that for a while. Because you got the grease in your eye. Okay. All mm. right. All right. Not yet. Puerto Rican hair doesn't do that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So your family owns a cookie factory. Mm. Is that what you were saying? No, they don't, they don't own the cookie factory. Oh. They just uh, 
they just named it. Yeah. It was just it's like a trade. It's like um yeah, I have nothing I have no relationship with I don't think Entenmann's bakery, but uh you don't think they have two ends at their name. So either when it came over from oh. Germany that end was possibly dropped. Right, I thought you were from Puerto Rico. Yeah, that's what they say. It's so confused, right? <laughs> But no. Yeah, so it's not the it's not the elves brand. No, no. Little no. elf cookie brand. No, that's Keebler. Okay. <laughs> Remember those commercials where they're up in that those tree? Even, yeah, and they're they even squeezing still the fudge onto those cookies. <laughs> do they even they're just having a good old time. Do they still exist? They still make those cookies? Yeah. Really? The squeeze fudge cookie. <laughs> <I don't know, laughs> yeah. The, the Gerblitz or whatever they're called. Yeah, Keebler uh Keebler um Oh the Keeblitz. Snack or um Keebler cookies, yeah. Wow, Keebler, I, Keebler, yeah, I remember those when I was a kid. But <laughs> they I just you mm, take the take the top off and lick the lick the fudge in between them. Yeah, yeah, you did. Um, Fig Newtons were pretty popular yeah. too when I was younger. Mm. Or I just ate a bunch. I don't know if they were popular, but I ate a lot of them. Yeah. Vanilla wafers. Yeah, those are good. Mm. Real good. The circle ones. Yeah. Did you did did you ever get the ones that they were like lemon with powdered sugar on them? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, those sound lemon. really good. Those, those were the jam. So were they good? Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. Dang. Yeah. Real jam. That's Real jam. Like <laughs> 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 sounds like something a senior citizen would eat. No, oh, probably because they're wow. good. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. you can still taste them. Lemons. A lot of. A lot of. A lot of uh, Zestiness. Yeah, lemons are popular. Yeah. <laughs> well, I never really liked lemons. Big stuff. Newtons. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like I, big Newtons myself. I, yeah. The cherry or the what's in the middle of those things? Does anyone know? Newton. Oh. And inside of uh, outside so of fig that is, is fig. That's the fig. Then outside of that is the the Keeblers. Mm. Fig Newton. Giblets. There used to be a cookie, like just a store that had cookies and, and Newtons in it. Really? When I was younger, yeah. But it was in a small town. What? It was like a small like store. Like it was a bakery? No, it was like just a little store. The only thing they sold was like was cookies. Two and cookies? Cookie. But it wasn't like baked. It, it was wasn't a bakery. It was just boxes of different brands hmm. of cookies and wafers and candies. Wow. It's just a small shop. <laughs> So it's like home. Probably home. one of my earliest memories. Homey, homey, like a smaller. Yeah, shop. like a like a mom and pop in town shop, but it wasn't like homemade or anything. They just stocked so. stocked cookie stocked box mm. of, of giblets or keeblets, <laughs> yeah. cur- curblets, whatever that. Whatever <laughs> that guy's name is. The elf cookies, yeah. Mm. Cool. And vanilla wafers, but. Anyways. Mm. Sounds like you had a lot of. Uh, <clears throat> Experiences. Speaking of giblets, did you guys celebrate uh, Pi Day? No, when was that? It's like last, or maybe it was this month. I don't know. It's a few weeks ago. I did. What is that? What is that? It means you buy a bunch of pies and eat them all. Oh, so it's like an it's like an honoring to yeah the diabetes. Well, it's it's like the doorstep of diabetes. (laughs) Yeah. No, I heard about I heard about Pi Day though. Mm. I celebrated did it. You, did you? What did you? What did you get? It was amazing. We <laughs> we just went to Meyer. Okay. It was sensational. It was it was. So I got, uh, like the caramel Dutch apple pie. Sure. It's like oh, the full wow. like the full boy. Uh, this one was a small one, but Personal. then we got the, uh, it was um, a strawberry rhubarb. Okay. My favorite. And then uh, banana cream. Oh yeah. Strawberry rhubarb, my favorite. Did your yours is banana cream? I like banana cream pie. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever had it. So did did you did 
So you enjoyed it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Cool. What was your favorite slice? Uh, Out of those three pies, it was definitely the um, uh, the caramel apple. Okay. Nice. I mean, I've had really good strawberry rhubarb pie. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that wasn't it, favorite, but it was yeah. still good. Mm-hmm. Was it there was the caramel apple like with uh, like brown sugar and cinnamon and um, syrups? Maple, probably maple syrup. I don't know. It's just like the store store pie, bakery mm-hmm. pie. Sounds man, it is pretty. I, good. I really yeah. just got hungry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that was uh, okay. When was that? I have no idea. Oh, okay. But we could do it again. Any day could be. Uh, I think every day could be. A pie day. Boom, boom, <laughs> boom. Yeah. It was delicious. It was delicious. Oh, good. And nutritional. I got decently fat. Yeah, did you? I am did you, decently did you feel fat. Because, feel because <laughs> I'm still, I'm feel still good feeling. Did Felt wonderful. You felt fine? Yeah. It takes a couple days for your stomach to start expanding. Mm-hmm. Then you're like, geez, how'd I get like this? And then you're like, oh, wait, I ate like three whole pies. <laughs> Sustained energy for the next <laughs> two hours. Wait a minute. It's worth it, though. I bet. Yeah, I believe it. Worth it. Shoot, man. You're only going to live once. You know what I'm saying? I think I'm going to drop eat by some Meyer freaking and get pie. a pie tonight. Where'd yeah. you get the pies? At Meyer. Oh, wow. Do you think we were there. Have some? We were there. The pies were there. It just seemed like. It was serendipitous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, serendipitous. seemed like it was beyond beyond coincidental. <laughs> it was, <laughs> it was <laughs> meant to be. Yeah. Mm. So well, that's great. That's wonderful. that's good. Yeah. So uh, pretty much cool. Great. Yeah. Wonderful. So we taking that raft out. Oh, here. Let's just do it. Just get on the old mighty mommy. Do a live, one. a live broadcast from Grandpa, the, from Grandma, the Grandpa Weirs, Grandpa's Weirs, Grandpa's Weirs, Grandpa Weirs, Grandpa Rapids. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Grandpa Weirs. Yeah, Gosh, man, he's sludge puppies. <laughs> <laughs> it's he's been, been uh, huh? That should be moving nasty. though. Yeah, it should be the sludge or the, or the <laughs> river. Yeah, there might not be as <laughs> much yeah, sludge. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, some river elixir. That was some good stuff, wasn't it? Yeah. Do you think we might hit a fisherman? I hope so. Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I feel like we went a little later in the spring. Yeah. Was that uh, August? Did we go in August? Maybe. I don't know, because it was was like, it did, it was slowing down. September or something. You want to go when it's speeding up? Oh yeah, we we st- we were stagnant there for a while. I think. Yeah, we somebody had a paddle when somebody wouldn't row. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Remember when you almost fell out? <laughs> I think that was you. <laughs> <laughs> Grabbed onto my hair. <laughs> You're like help, Kyle. <laughs> I think I yeah I think I fell right to your arms. <laughs> yeah yeah you stood up and I rocked the boat and fell backwards. <laughs> I think that's how it went. Yeah. I think you were on the front <laughs> saluting the rest of the river. Really? Yeah. <laughs> and I was just back there like, this kid better sit down. <laughs> I, and, and I, I feel like back. you were standing up, too. <laughs> and I, I was, was like, dude, guys, we got to paddle. I don't know how long this is going <laughs> to take. Then you rocked the boat. And 
next thing I know, Ki- I'm in Kyle's between Kyle's legs in the boat. Yeah, yeah that's funny. Yeah. Gosh, river cream flying up. River cream flying up. <laughs> Gosh, there's a lot of a lot of weird stuff in that river. It's an adventure. It's good for you. Mm-hmm. It's good for life. It is. Mm. Well, should we get into it? Yeah, what are we talking about tonight? We're going to talk about getting into some maturity. Whoa, maturity. <laughs> you're <laughs> over there <laughs> making some, some Well, you faces. know, in God, you know, growing in okay. maturity, like in the faith. Okay. It's full of goofiness. Look, freaking, look, kingdom of heaven is righteousness, peace, and joy. So you better go freaking get you some. <laughs> All right. Goofiness makes you joy. You know, yeah. Be goofy. Be goofs. There's a yeah. time to not be goofy, but there's a time to be goofy. Yeah. There's a time to eat pie. <laughs> and there's yeah. a time when you wish you didn't eat as much pie. <laughs> time for both. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely seems like there's an order to it, though. Yeah, you <laughs> can't have it at the same time. <laughs> uh, yeah, so maturity. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, so there's this uh this um in Hebrews in Hebrews five, the the writer, he's um yeah, he's just he's he's been talking about Jesus and he's talking about Jesus and Melchizedek and he's uh to these the, the people he's writing to, he's um he's like <laughs> Like he's having a really hard time, like because he he wants to break this down, but at the same point he's like, break. He's like, look, it's hard to make this clear to you because you've stopped trying to understand. He says, by now you guys should be teachers, but instead you need someone to, you know, teach you the basic elemental truths all over again, right? You you need milk instead of solid food. He says, milk. People who need milk, still being infants, are not acquainted with the teachings of righteousness, but solid. Food is for the mature, who through constant use have trained themselves to distinguish between good and evil. Mm. And so the, the, the gateway, if you will, into maturity in God is in this reality of righteousness. And uh, yeah, and he's like, so it's in this then, it's, it's through this position of righteousness that then you, you, you kind of have access into all the things that the kingdom provides, right? I mean, you, you become a citizen, you become adopted into sonship, right? You become co-heirs and co-laborers with Christ. And, uh, you know, the very spirit of God is a deposit guaranteeing the good things that are to come. And so, but all this is accessed through righteousness. And then, you know, he says maturity, solid food is for the mature and they got there through the constant use of the truth, right? This repetition of learning, then applying what they learned, right? And you continue to kind of grow in understanding and experience and grow deeper in knowledge and you take more action, right? And you just continue to to grow. And it's in this process that you become mature, right? Where you're able to distinguish between good and evil, right? Somebody who's, right, a, a, an infant, like when when you're new and you don't have that much knowledge it can be hard to be like you know if if you if you hear a fine sounding argument and it it's incorrect 
you might believe it because it's a, it, it is that like, it sounds good, but it might be incorrect. But m- through the constant use of the truth, you know, the difference between what's true and what's not, because you have taken the action, right? And so I was kind of thinking about this concept of this constant use of the truth and thinking about like sports and practicing the fundamentals. So like, you know, so if we, if we just take basketball, right? I mean, you have, you know, the, the basic fundamentals of like, I'm, and I, I don't know anything about sports, but uh, I think you use a football. Starts with an S. Yeah. <laughs> but like, so, you know, you would, you would practice dribbling. You would practice passing. You would practice, you know, you would sprint, right? You'd get conditioned. You, you do layups, free throws, three pointers, you know, uh, all these different the, like the basic fundamentals and you continue to practice them. Like you get into the NBA, right? Like the, the best, some of the best players in the world. Mm-hmm. And what do they do? They practice the fundamentals and it's through this constant use of these fundamentals that it, they grow in ability and skill, you know? And it's like, but there's this reality where, if you pause and you take like a decent amount of break, you begin to lose some of your, some of your, like your speed. Like if you put, you have, you have two really good teams going up against each other. One team takes two weeks off and the other team doesn't take any days off. Right. They just keep practicing shooting and this and that. Right. I mean, obviously they're conscious of like not overworking, but like they just continue to dial it in. Right. These guys are going to have an advantage over the team who took two weeks off. So, I mean, like, how have you guys seen in your lives, like, how, how have you, maybe in sports or just in lives, how have you seen, like, this kind of, this reality of, of the fundamentals, like, having uh, benefit in your life and kind of aiding you in maybe your abilities? Mm-hmm. Got anything, Logan? Sure. Um Yeah, I guess the thought that just came into my mind was um, just just continuing on the, with the sports thing was like in uh, um, uh, I think like in wrestling it was a good example like the like in wrestling you didn't really have to you didn't have to know much but you had to do there's like there's a certain amount that you knew but there was but the main thing was like being able to do the move better than the other person or be able to escape a move mm. or escape a hold better than the other person. So it's constant. Like every day it was, I hated it, but it was like every day it was like the same, you were practicing the same moves every day. So you knew the moves, but there was only a limited amount of knowledge that you needed. But, but the, there was an unlimited amount of practice that you could do to get, just get better at the move. Like mm. every, every time there was, there was, there was potential to be gained from doing, uh, the move over and over and over again in practice. And I think though, and so then right when you got done talking about that, I was thinking like even today, like just from, from all that repetition and that was, I don't even know, that was probably 10 years ago. Um, and even, to, but even today I could still, I think, I mean, not, not as good as what it was, but I could like the, the, the memory of all that repetition, repetition, repetition could still be, um, I think I could still do some of that stuff. I mean, definitely not as good Whoa. or as fluid. No, 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 wait, wait. Puerto Rico versus <laughs> not as fluid as what I could do at high school. Come on. 
true. but but I could still I think just go through the 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 motion of that same thing just because it was so mm. built in. So the repetition caused it to be built into memory mm. and built into even just my body remembering certain movements and stuff. But so I think I guess that's just what I was thinking. It was like uh, there's there's really like there's a certain amount of knowledge that you need. But the the amount of like putting what, what did you say constant use yeah. of the truth yeah there's like I guess there's maybe like an unlimited amount like nobody ever gets does that and gets to a point where it's like okay I think I'm done putting the truth to use Shit. but it's like <laughs> but but you you have this unlimited amount of stuff that you can do to or I don't want it to sound like it's over, like some overwhelming thing but it's like there's always um there's always room to be to get more fluid in things and to get get to improve uh so yeah and then i think just too it's like what your foundation is you don't when you rep that rep that over and over and over and over and over that it's, it's almost it builds into your dna almost mm-hmm. and you just become that whatever you rep whatever you rep day after day after day you become that thing that's just what i was thinking yeah like wrestling was the, the first thing that popped in my head definitely but yeah that's 100 same with weightlifting true. i mean we do reps we do rep and rep and rep and rep and rep and mm-hmm. it's just built into who we are yeah, those movements, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Thank it's you. weird how your mind and your yeah. muscles work. Definitely, but reps make. Um, Man, <laughs> I was trying to find something that rhymes with reps. Makes the reps, reps. make the f- yeah. Uh, makes the giblets. Makes the giblets. <laughs> You're right. You're right. That's yeah. great. Mm. Yeah. What do you think? Oh man, Mr. Puerto Rico. <laughs> Mr. Puerto Rico. Um, I was thinking with music. Yeah. Like, uh, okay, so I like to play guitar and, mm. like, sing a little bit. I like Jim Croce a lot. <laughs> so, <laughs> so like, uh, yeah, when I first started playing, um, I, like, you know, I was doing, like, more trying to remember the songs mm. and the chords that go with it. Um, it was hard, like, because I was nervous I'd mess up what the what the words were or what chords went with what um so i just keep practicing and practicing like the one song operator help me place this call you know um (laughs) that one i play all the time (laughs) but like now it's like um it's a lot easier to play because i don't really think about it too much so i the repetition of playing that song Mm -hmm. over and over again has helped me to play it like so when I play next time, it's just... It's just you. It's yeah, just part of you. Yeah, I don't even think about it, you know? And, like, part of me sometimes is like, wow, it was that, like, shouldn't I be worried about screwing up or something and I don't even really worry about it anymore? You know, so music's been part of that in my in my life wow. and learning to play those songs. That's interesting. Yeah. It, it literally became who you are because you can just play it just in you. Pretty much, yeah. It, muscle memory or whatever you want to call it. I don't know what it what exactly it is, but yeah kind of became me so interesting yeah 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 absolutely Mm. what about you what about me repping certain things the old rap it just rap it just rap it rap your pants (laughs) 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 out too that's when you split down oh yeah yeah. i did that a couple Eating too many pies. You <laughs> or you <laughs> wrapped some pies the other day, didn't you? I yeah. totally wrapped some pies. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you know, like the repetitions, right? Like you become what you behold, like uh, what you continue to think about, the patterns, right? What well, a pattern executed with repetition creates a habit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. So you're you're 
you're able to do it without thinking. So you practice these fundamentals over and over and over, right? I mean, you, you practice uh, passing over and over and over. And uh, so when it comes time into the game, like in your minds, like you're focused on a couple different things. You go and you 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 do what you've created the habit of doing. So, right, like it's it's you have your conscious mind and your subconscious mind. Your subconscious mind is actually your body, and it's it's the repetitions that you do. Your body adopts so that your body will do them without you having to think about it. Mm-hmm. And so, everybody can relate to this one. When if 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 you have a license and you drive you've found yourself driving and then for 10 minutes your mind was just off somewhere you come back into like focus and you're like dude i don't even know how i got here like i i like i wasn't paying attention for the last little while right so you were driving subconsciously so your mind was focused like you were in your imagination thinking about something but your body was still at work so, but here's the reality. However you drive is how you drive subconsciously. So if you suck at driving, where like you're, <laughs> that's a little harsh, but like, you know, if you're back and forth on the acceleration, if you're like bobbing and weaving, if you ride the person in front of you, you know, however you normally drive is like with repetition, that's how you. It's a good day for me. Subconsciously drive. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah (laughs) right right yeah so but yeah so you think about like the repetition of the truth it's just it's really interesting because so like when you think about like all day i keep it cultivated (laughs) yeah yeah all day keeping it cultivated exactly so you gotta rep it you gotta keep repeating that you repeat it but cultivate no but because so look because because here's what people say right so (laughs) Are you making faces? No, <laughs> no. I don't know what he's doing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <okay>. You freaking <laughs> keeblers. Keeblers. Um, what's it called? Oh yeah. So okay. So it depends on who you talk to. But anyways, you got about like ish. Let's just call it ten percent of your brain mm. is like your it, it, of your mind is your conscious mind, right? Mm. So depending on who you talk to, sometimes like 90, 91, 95, or sorry it's like nine or it's like 5% of your mind is actually your conscious mind. The rest of it, 90, 95% of your mind is your subconscious mind. Right. And people talk about it, you know, it's like your body wants to be lazy, but no, I don't think so. It's, it's that you learn how you're going to live. You practice how you're going to live. Your body adopts it. And then that's the foundation you live from. So when you live from the truth and you rep it over and over, but I'm talking about like, your like internal, like the, the conversation you have in your mind, right? Like I'm talking about like your emotions mixed with thoughts, like no matter what you're doing, you know, you're playing a song. You're like, dude, shouldn't I be like worried? Right? Like you got like these thoughts, these emotions. You're like, no, no, I shouldn't be right. So it's like all these things with repetition and repetition of how you, you practice, how you actually want to think, how you actually want to feel, who you actually are based upon what the truth actually is. Dude, your subconscious takes that over. You just became like what you have put into practice with repetition. And it's like that's that is it's it's not it's not something 
you have to like continue to think about like, Oh, what is love? Like, Oh, love would care for that person. Or, you know, it would say hi, it would buy him food. It would, whatever it is. Like it would just be, that's just your natural thing because you did it with repetition over and over and over. And so I just, I think there's something beautiful to this reality of the subconscious when you train it on purpose, when you, when you decide who you want to be and you recognize how you are and then you create that. But so back to the Hebrews is that, so he says, he's talking to these people and he says, look, by, by this time you guys should be teachers, but you're not. He said, in fact, like, it's like, it's freaking hard to explain this to you because you've stopped trying to understand, right? You, like you're not even trying anymore. And uh, he says, so instead of needing like solid food, which is like what he's breaking down with Jesus and Melchizedek and all these different things, he's like, instead, you need like milk. You need like the basic foundations, right? But people who need milk are not acquainted with the teachings of righteousness. So if we go back to like our basketball analogy, right, you have, let's just say we have two people, right? You have... You have a fan and then you have a player. So a fan knows, has knowledge, and his knowledge is all on paper though, right? Like may, maybe, you know, people get real into it and they, they know stats, they know players' names. Uh, you know, maybe they know like the basic fundamentals of the game. They say, oh, hey, you know, if you put all these players together, this team would be unstoppable, right? Like they, they, they do a lot of research. They, they, they look at it from the outside, right? That's a fan. Well, a player, right? They learn for a totally different reason. They learn so that they're like, what can I learn that I don't know that would make me better? What can I learn that I can apply that's going to help me become better at what I'm doing, right? So a, a, a player learns to apply for the sake of application and becoming better. Well, if you put a player and a fan on a court together to play a game, you can guarantee the outcome without ever actually watching the game, right? Because the fans... His all his knowledge is just on paper, mm-hmm. where the players is all an experience. And so this concept of righteousness, righteousness is the gateway into maturity. But see, a lot of people hang out on the outside of this reality called righteousness, right? Righteousness is right standing with the king. It's that we have been put into right relationship with God. But a lot of people, like they could tell you that, but they, they, they think, feel, and act as somebody who's not in right relationship with God, right? Like it, you constantly kind of feel like freak, man. I, I just, I feel like God's far away. I don't, He doesn't love me. Like I just, I had this thought. I think maybe God doesn't love me or this and that, whatever. But what happens is that when you misunderstand what righteousness is, you kind of live a life. Like you kind of, you kind of become a fan, like where you can read some stuff on paper, but you don't actually like apply it. Mm-hmm. And so you never, you never actually grow in maturity because you never actually get into like what you're created to get into. What do you guys think about that? Yeah. Kind of being afraid to step into things because you don't feel adequate enough. Yeah. Yeah. Like you have to earn something. 
That's yeah. the that's you're saying that's the common sure. mind frame that a lot of people have. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. So I I definitely understand that, and by I don't know when I feel those those pressures or fears, I I do have to remind myself like no, I'm like already on right standing. I'm already righteous. I have all that's within me to perform what I need to do, and I need to I. That does take repetition and practice to remind myself to keep going forward, even when I feel like, oh, shoot, I can't do this, or why me, you know? It's like, why not you, you know? Because I think we do, we sell ourselves, at least I do, can sell ourselves short really quickly. Say, push it aside before we even get it, give it a chance, because we're afraid of that we don't have the ability or that we're not worthy enough of it. Mm. Definitely, but pushing into it and going into it is the only way I found that works out for that. Just doing it, leaning into the thing that you were yeah had afraid that. of yeah. yeah, yeah or right like having that like I need to earn something or you know or like maybe you grew up in a family or something where you felt like you had to earn all this stuff like you had to be this like getting rid of that false lies and. And then adopting what you know, godly truth about it. Like, you don't have to live those earning type of lies anymore. Yeah, yeah. That's all I got. <laughs> that was good. That was, Thank yeah, you. Thanks. That was wonderful. Really good. What do you Thanks. think? Anything? Mm, yeah. Mm, you like totally. cheese. Do you like yeah. some cheese? Yeah. <laughs> do you like the cheese? Uh, yeah, but I bet you if people knew that truth, they'd do a lot more, um, you know, just doing it and not worried about trying to prove something. It's interesting, though. Yeah. Know. Did you ever thought or no? Mm. Not so much. <laughs> yeah. I You know, I think about back in my Australia days. Mm-hmm. Where I was like, oh my gosh, am I saved? Am I not saved? Like, I, I, I kept... Because here's 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 the thing, right? Like I kept, I kept, I kept asking for confirmation, mm-hmm. right? I was like, you know, God, just show me, you know, or speak to me, right. or should I do this, or should I do that, you know? Just I kept asking for this confirmation, but here's here's the problem. Jesus meant what he already said. Hmm. And so the problem I was having, but I was unaware, was that I, I, I didn't have faith. Like I, I lost sight of faith because I was believing a lie. I was believing I had all these emotions and these emotions would cause me to think these thoughts. These thoughts would then cause me to feel these same emotions. Right. So I'm, I'm, I, I wake up and I'm feeling you know, like I'm somehow disconnected from God. So I'm thinking thoughts about, holy crap, I'm disconnected from God. I'm thinking these thoughts and they're calling, causing my emotions to get stronger and stronger, which is causing me to focus harder and harder on this, this, this idea that I'm, I'm far from God. Well, but the reality is that your emotions don't dictate the truth. But when you base your life upon your emotions, freak Mm. You you become somebody who's tossed around by the waves, right? Like you're you're a boat in the ocean, and you're at the mercy 
of the wind and the waves. Like you have no paddle, you have no like uh, oar or rudder. There's no way to hold a course. You're just straight up at the mercy of the situations and circumstances, man. And right. that's just like that's not that's not the way we're created to live. But see, but this is how I was living, and. Yeah, and I was having a real hard time getting out of it. But the problem was is that I didn't believe. I believed more in my emotion than I did in the truth. And so there was a... There's this... Um, I was reading in Second uh, Corinthians 5, and he's, he's laying it out pretty sexy. Uh, <clears throat> so this is Second Corinthians 5... 14 through 21 it says for Christ's love compels us because we are convinced that one died for all and therefore all died and he died for all that those who live should live no longer for themselves but for him who died for them and was raised again so from now on we regard no one from a worldly point of view Though we once regarded Christ in this way, we do so no longer. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, they're a new creation. The old is gone and the new has come. All this is from God, who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. That God was reconciling the world to himself in Christ, not counting people's sin against them. And he has committed to us this message of reconciliation. We, therefore, as Christ's ambassadors, oh, we are, therefore, Christ's ambassadors, as though God were making his appeal through us, we implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. God made him who had no sin to be sin for us, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. You want to know what's really interesting? Is reconciliation means to restore relationship. Hmm. Now here's what's even more interesting is that restore, when you put re in front of a word, it means to do it again, mm-hmm. right? So restore, R-E, store, stores a word, re, put it in front of it. It means to bring back to the original. So reconciliation is to put you back not for the first time, for the second time. See, if you were gonna, if you were gonna, this back, this back in the day, that like when, uh, when you could, you'd go to the movie store, and to rent a movie and take it home, right? You could renew your rental, right, and get another two days on it. You renewed it, so you made it as it was at the beginning. So now, even though you're at the end of your period, you renewed it, so now you have a whole nother. Period. All right. So this reconciliation is just fascinating because, see, sometimes people get caught up in this concept of like um, they're just like, uh, like, I'm not worthy. Like they think about their inability. But see, the problem is, is when you you focus on your inability, you overlook his ability. And this is a big mistake. But here's the thing, because. People get people get real hung up on this this whole sin thing of which, right? It's Jesus canceled the legal indebtedness, right? When it was nailed to the cross, right? Jesus was nailed to the cross. The legal indebtedness 
was was finished and over, right? It says right here. Uh, wait for it. It's, so, because it says, somewhere it says this anyway, in this uh, 2 Corinthians 5 one, but it's talking about how God, the Father, through Jesus, reconciled the world to him. So, one is that he reconciled all things to himself, right? Which means like this is one and done. It said that in this second Corinthians, this is that one died and therefore all died so that everyone who lives might not live for themselves, but live for God who brought them to life. But so sometimes we can get so caught up in this sin thing and totally miss Genesis, right? Which is the original intent of why God created the world and created man. Because God created the world on purpose and then he created man on purpose. And he gave man the authority and the rulership over the world on purpose to turn the Garden of Eden, to take the Garden of Eden, the pattern, right? And and to tend it and to increase it until it filled the whole face of the earth so that the entire earth looked like the Garden of Eden, where mankind was in right relationship with God. Well, through one man, Adam, right, sin and death came. So then in the one man, Jesus, life came. See, it's 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 small thinking when we get all caught up on our like individual sin and think, oh, man, I, you know, I'm just I'm not worth it. I'm I'm not worthy. It's it I feel like it, it makes a lot more sense when you consider the original intent because it's 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 not just that Jesus died for you, it's that he restored the original purpose why he created mankind, right? Was to be connected with him. You become right, this is where you you become adopted into sonship. This is where you become reconnected. This is where you have life. This is where it says in Colossians, it says that in the uh, all the fullness of the deity lives in Christ. And in Christ, you have been brought to fullness, right? Like you've been made whole, the restoration, right? You've been made complete inside of God. But this all has to do with that original intent, which is why Paul's talking about in this second Corinthians five, he's saying, you know, that those who then become, who come back to life, right. That they would live their life unto God instead of for themselves, because that's, because that's total function. That's like what we were created for. It's not, it's not this religious thing that sucks. It's this thing that you were actually created for. It's where it's the sweet spot. It's like, Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Mm. Beautiful. But it's like all this is inside of this reality called righteousness that you have it. And so outside of that, if, if you never step into righteousness, then you're never really going to step into any kind of maturity mm-hmm. because you're never actually going to, you're, you're never going to apply what you have access to. You're not, never actually going to walk in faith. You're never actually going to, you know, use your potential, the God-given gifts. You're never going to think creatively when you're you're too bogged down with fear, doubt, and worry, trying to be like, freak, you know, does God love me? I don't know. Shoot, I don't know. Well, I didn't do this. I had this thought. Oh, my gosh. You're right. Your, your mind, it's spinning, right, in the spam of suck. And so it's like it's you don't – you're never going to go in a straight line when you're too busy – Mm. running around in circles. Mm. So righteousness 
is the path to maturity. Mm. What do you guys think about that? <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. I was just just listening to a lot of it and trying to soak it all in. Um, <laughs> so as far as any any kind of thoughts or opinion, you don't I think have any thoughts <laughs> or opinions. <laughs> There was one that I had, and, and then I just it lost just went it. Away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, it had something to do with. Um, I don't even know. Yeah, it had something to do. I don't know. I was thinking like, um, oh yeah, I was going to ask a question. So, what does it look like to to rep the truth and mm. constantly, and to to use the truth, put the truth to use, and grow? In maturity, because I think, yeah, because um, I think this 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 the stuff that you're talking about is just so different than a lot of stuff that I grew up hearing, and and so like I would I would want to know if I was out there listening to this, like what does it look like? What is it? What does it look like daily to to instead of just reading to know more and and believing that knowing more is doing more, which 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 it isn't. Um, just knowing more is not not doing more um or how, how do you i guess what does it look like what do we what can we do what can we do daily to uh to do that mm. i mean i think it's, i think i think i used to read just to know more sure but instead instead now i think i'm reading to be able to do more and apply mm. more i want i want i want to i want to know more so that i can do more and so just i, I want to know more so that i know more right yeah, yeah. So I guess, but yeah, what are some things that like, what does it look like to be, to start becoming spiritually mature or, or like, I don't even know, mature in the truth, mm. yeah. putting the truth to use? Yeah, well, so I mean, I guess if we, if we come back again to some of the basic fundamentals, right, which would be faith and belief. So we really have to understand these two if we actually want to get into any of this because the only way you access righteousness is through faith right it's not through work so that that's that's why this this concept of of trying to earn it is impossible because mm. you can't do it and it's already the like it's already done the reconciliation has already come mm. so you tap into that through faith so then what is faith, right? So, cause, so by understanding some of these basic fundamentals, then you can start applying so You have to truth. believe the right things. You have to start believing the right things. Sure. Yeah. So faith, right? Talks about in Hebrews that faith is sure of what you hope for and certain of what is unseen. All right. So h- hope, right? Paul talks about hope. He said, who hopes for what they already have, right? So it's something you don't have, but you have knowledge of, right? You're like, you know, you're going there. Faith. Well, here's the point that faith is belief in the unseen, right? It's, it's like, you can't see necessarily like, Oh, am I, I mean, there's, there are the effects of reconciliation, but like, like at least like at, at the first go, right? I mean, it's like, is it, is it written on my face? Like I didn't get like a, like a tattoo didn't appear, right? Like there wasn't like this, this visible thing, right? But so faith is belief in the truth, in the unseen. So then what is belief? Well, belief, as we've talked about before, belief 
is the lens then that you you see. So belief on a whole is created again, like it's 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 created like a habit, right? So it's a pattern that's executed with repetition creates this habit. This habit over time becomes a belief. So beliefs then govern how you think, how you act, how you feel, the decisions you make. So a belief on a whole, it, it affects your perspective. It affects your priorities. It affects your decisions. It affects your actions, and therefore it affects your results, right? So essentially, it affects the way you view the world and therefore make decisions based upon right, whatever it is that you believe. So on a whole, just because you believe something doesn't mean it's true, right? Because it's whatever, you know, beliefs are created through experience, through knowledge, through, you know, these different instances. And so just because you believe it doesn't make it true. And just because you think you believe it doesn't mean you actually do. So there's a difference between mental agreement and belief. Where mental agreement is is that it's like, oh, yeah, you hear a concept. He's like, okay, you're justified through faith. Bam justified but then you go home and you think thoughts of like holy crap i feel like i'm far away from god god doesn't love me you know okay well then you don't actually believe that you're justified because justification means that you were declared righteous right you were in the courtroom jesus called you out by name and said (laughs) you're mine right that was one and done so if, if, you, if you're not thinking and feeling in conformity to the truth, then you don't actually like believe it in your guts, right? Because what you believe, again, it affects your decisions. It affects your perspective of yourself, your perspective of God, and therefore your perspective of your entire life. All right, so if we can understand what a belief is, then we can start, you can start assessing what do you actually believe, right? I mean, do you kind of live in, in a spot where you're like, holy crap, I don't know. Does God love me? Like, I feel like I'm not worthy. I'm not this. I'm not that. Okay. If you can recognize that, then what you believe and what, but see what you can, this is, if you think like this on a regular basis, right? Th- these are the reps that you're putting in. Like you're trying to create the belief system that you're no good. So when you become aware of how you're thinking and how you're feeling, then you start to take action to change it, which means that you start thinking the thoughts that are based off the truth. So if you catch yourself thinking, oh, God doesn't love me or oh, it feels like God's far away. Well, then you 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 get into the truth, right? Which it says that when Jesus, you know, you think God's far away, it says, well, when when Jesus ascended, he ascended higher than the heavens to fill the entire universe with himself, right? All things were created in him and all things are held together through him, right? And not only that, those who believe the very spirit of God comes and lives inside of them. So it's physically impossible to be apart from the presence of God. So whether you feel it or not doesn't mean anything. So we start using the truth to change the way we think and change the way we feel. So... Yeah. So, I mean, that's really the process. So, I mean, you start getting into, so this is where you're starting to apply the knowledge. So if it says that we have been brought to fullness, then we've been brought to fullness. So then if what was broken was made whole, how could it be, how could it still be broken? Right. But most people run around like they're broken, but it's not possible. But you, you think you're broken. So you act like you're broken. 
but that doesn't mean that you are broken. Right. So it's like we've been brought to fullness, but then here's where you become transformed by the renewing of your mind. Because it says don't follow the what? The pattern of this world, right? A pattern executed with repetition creates your lifestyle, your habits, your beliefs, everything you think and do on a regular basis. So instead, be transformed by the what? The re, what happens when you, the renewing. Mm. Oh, hey now. When you put R-E in front of a word, it means to bring back to the original. Mm. Start to think the thoughts that you were created to think. Yeah. Yeah. You become transformed by thinking about these things, by by developing the, the pattern with repetition of the of truth. Yeah, cool. I like that. So that going back to what Logan said, just like, so if you're in that spot, one of the first steps you can do or is the first step is to recognize like, hey, you know, I'm, th- I'm having these thoughts like I did this. I had this thought. It's a bad thought. Mm. Oh, no, it must mean God doesn't love me. Yeah. Stop it right there. Yeah. Change that. Recognize it and instill some at least recognize that first thought that that's not a true, a true thought. Yeah. And then you can build from there. Yeah. So, yeah. So that, that, that's a big one, right? Where like people are like, Oh, and I, and I, I used to be like this where if you think of you, all of a sudden you think a thought like a perverted thought or just whatever or whatever. And you're like, Oh crap. Right. Like shoot. Like now I sinned. Right. Now I got to go like confess it to everybody. And it's like, no, it's freaking not this big production. Well, you repent means to change the way you think. So this is, but I'm telling you, this is the process of how you change the way you think. Is that when you recognize you have a thought, you don't get bent out of shape about it. Because when you get bent out of shape, your focus becomes on guilt and shame and condemnation. Which means you're starting to create this repetition of like, okay, every time I make a mistake... That means I go into this pit of despair. So if you create a habit in this, you're never going to become mature and complete. You're going to create a complex of condemnation where God doesn't love you, right? Well, that's not based upon the truth. So you don't want to do that. So when you recognize where you are, you just let it, right? First, to get out of a cycle, you got to stop. If you're in this cycle of thinking, oh, crap, does God love me? Does he not love me? Like whatever it is, you recognize it. That's step number one. Then step number two is to stop. You have to break the cycle because because remember, you think a thought and it feeds your emotion. So now you're feeling what you're thinking. And so you start to feel what you're thinking. And that feeling causes you to focus more and more on what you're thinking, which causes your emotions to grow bigger and stronger, which causes you to focus even harder. So you have to break that cycle because the thoughts and your emotions feed each other. It becomes a cycle that is self-sustaining. So you have to break the cycle of how you're thinking and how you're feeling. So, and that's then where you apply the kingdom mentality. You start applying the truth over how you're thinking and how you're feeling. And this is literally how you use, you start using the fundamental truths to become somebody totally different. You start becoming transformed by the renewing of your mind. As you continue to learn the truth, then you continue to apply it. And as you, as when you, when, when what you're focused on is actually the truth though, right? Like that you've been reconciled that, you know, God's not counting the, 
the sins against the people any longer. For those who believe, it's like, freak. Look, he says, for Christ's love compels us because we're convinced. We're convinced. We're convinced that one died for all and therefore all died. He died for all that those who live should no longer live for themselves, but live for him who died for them and was raised again. He's like, no, but we're convinced. We're convinced. You're convinced because you learned the truth, you applied it, and you freaking experienced God. Like that's, this experience in God is is the game changer. Right? It's like none of this is just, it's, it's not just like positive thinking for the sake of like, you know, oh, just, just be more positive. No, it's like this is, this is the real truth that's actually alive, that actually causes you to encounter the living God who all things are held together by him. This guy who went out of his way, not, not even this small thinking. Look, he freaking, he created all things on purpose to be, con- if all things were created in him and all things are sustained through him, I'm telling you, he's about this intimate relationship, like deeper, wider, and more wonderful than you've yet experienced, right? They're talking about like, I want to know how high, how deep, and how wide is this love of Christ. But like for reals, from my guts, my good peoples, this, this, this is all inside of this reality of righteousness. Inside of here is everything you need. It's everything you were created to be. Inside of righteousness. It's through faith, right? Faith is belief in the truth. Belief is when you start to be conformed to whatever you believe, where you start being conformed to the idea, to the truth. That junk is what causes you to encounter God, causes you to be transformed, causes you to tap into your potential, discover purpose, create vision, and create a life that freaking displays the splendor of God everywhere you go. So in Jesus' name, my good peoples, live in righteousness. Peace!